and welcome to another episode of Ganja Around the World in 420, the podcast that's keeping it around seven minutes long so you can get your day started and do your thing because I know as stoners, we can't focus that long. All right, so today's episode, we're going to talk about something that personally impacts me and my health, and that is PCOS. If you haven't heard of PCOS, the acronym stands for Polycystic Ovarian Syndrome. Polycystic Ovarian Syndrome impacts one out of 10 women or biologically identifying women or about eight to 20% of biologically identifying women worldwide. In the US, it's said to have about 5 million women that suffer with PCOS. What is PCOS exactly? It's the insulin resistance that causes irregular testosterone production in women. The symptoms associated with it can be painful periods, ovarian cysts, which are like tumorish uh, things that are benign, don't have any um, uh, cancerous or negative values other than they're kind of applying pressure on specific organs, but not necessarily having um, the effects of cancer. But you can also have ovarian cancer. Ovarian cancer is um, part of one of the symptoms and one of the developments that can happen over time. Mood swings due to hormonal fluctuation and even things like excessive uh, facial hair or hair growth or male pattern baldness. I um, suffer from excessive facial hair. The male pattern baldness has not actually impacted me as I'm pretty good. Like I have my edges and everything. But some of the people that do see those symptoms, that may be a cause. You may want to talk to your doctor about maybe looking into that being your symptoms. Uh, There's also higher instances of uh, carrying fat in your gut area, around your stomach and your hips. So if you see that you have love handles um, and like even when you try to lose weight, it's always like a persistent love handle that maintains. That's usually due to the hormonal imbalance because cortisol, which is the stress hormone, fight or flight, is heavily produced in the process. And we tend to stress a lot more and have more stress with this uh, situation or with this higher level of testosterone and it causes more of a level of fat in the gut which is my case as well like I can lose weight and my stomach will get flatter but I'll always have like a pudge at the bottom no matter what and I've noticed even like sometimes when I get frustrated there's like a tension almost like when I'm cramping on my period that creates and my stomach begins to bloat okay so we'll continue so we can build a connection with cannabis Uh, The symptoms also, like I said, facial hair, higher instances of fat around the gut area. Not sure um, if the weight you have, because usually most of the time people with this uh, symptoms or syndrome have either are overweight and that can attribute to infertility and other things later on. But it's not sure if the weight is caused by PCOS or if being overweight causes PCOS, but it can be very difficult. So I'm going to tell you what I, how I went through my personal journey and what I've found as solutions going forward. So hormonal imbalances are associated with 
this and can also cause issues with sleep, which are attributed or contribute to fatigue and uh, stress through your day-to-day -day life and just agitation, frustration. I get very easily frustrated with things and I get in like a mind fog where I can't navigate them. Um, and this is where one wonders if you if cannabis can help and hemp can help CBD things like that as well because their components can help uh, with treating some of the symptoms and we also know has recently the endocannabinoid system the endocannabinoid system exists um, and has existed in our bodies forever and is associated with the modulation of pain and it's connected with the female reproductive system it affects the ovarian endocrine secretion along with other parts of the menstrual process so it's heavily associated with the areas that pcos is also impacting it can help with bringing the body to a homostasis status by um, increasing levels if you don't have enough endocannabinoids being produced uh, within the body to balance it out but with that being said there's also scientific evidence um, and we're gonna, I don't wanna get too much in the scientific terms, but there's also scientific evidence to the contrary. According to an article on greencamp.com, a study found that cannabis can impact PCOS by one, decreasing the concentration of sex hormones, two, disrupting the, your menstrual cycle, three, delays in uh, sexual maturation, so I'm wondering when they're speaking about what age they're speaking to, because this usually probably means that the child is uh, in their preteens or before adolescence. Depression of ovarian follicular maturation. So those are the follicles in your ovaries. Um, and also delay in female fertility. There's also been some association, and I've just talked about this in the past, with magnesium deficiency and cannabis smoking. It's pretty much how you can kind of tell you're magnesium deficient. If you feel fatigue a lot, you can't really get your thoughts clear, a mental fog, um, you're tired, you're depressed, um, your body parts, like especially your ankles or lower extremities are swelling your hands. Like let's say you go for a walk and you're walking and you keep your hands down by your side. When you're done with your walk, are your fingers and your hands swollen? Probably have a magnesium deficiency. And that can be heightened with the use of cannabis. And that can also heighten um, hormonal, hormonal imbalance. So you wanna make sure you're looking at things because yes, I love smoking, but we wanna do it responsibly. And I'm trying to learn that and educate you guys on learning that as well as the time goes. So we're learning together. But yes, so it can heighten the symptoms. Uh, for the most part, this evidence hasn't been proven it does, um, that it does all of this. There's a lot of it that the common remedy that's used for PCOS, which is birth control, actually shows to be associated with these issues, which is like infertility, cancer, heart disease, all these things. At 15, I was offered birth control to treat my heavy periods and cramps. Little did I know that I was actually dealing with PCOS. Fast forward to my 20s, I decided to go on the depo shot to help and also because I was sexually active and I wanted to protect myself from pregnancy. This only made things worse with my PCOS. I bled sometimes for months on end, um, cramped, frustration, fatigue, depression, anxiety heightened. 
But this is what I was often given. Like I would say, I had these issues and they're like, okay, birth control. Today, I want to, like, and I'm not saying for whatever reason you want to take birth control is wrong, but from my understanding, it's not, uh, it shouldn't be considered a cure-all. There's more research that needs to be done into PCOS, exactly, and not just giving a cure-all of birth control. Birth control works for some people some because it's made for their bodies, not for everyone, especially taking into consideration your weight and everything else. So today... Um, I've kind of swift switched how I approach it and not looking necessarily into like modern medicine into more holistic and like approaches that I can control. So today I focus on my diet by being a vegan and trying to intermittent intermittently fast, which is setting up like I think maximum like 12 hours out of my day at max to eat. And I can eat during those times and trying to focus on eating hard, healthy foods. I have also incorporated that thought work like to help me get through my thoughts because it's not just also how I eat, it's how I'm thinking, how I'm looking at my body, how I'm feeling about my body. I use also, and finally, where cannabis comes for me, I use cannabis to help me sleep. I have insomnia, I struggle, I do take magnesium as well with the cannabis to go to sleep but it's just very hard sometimes and cannabis helps me mellow out cannabis again if not used to excess won't have the impact that is being stated to conclude i know this episode i've been trying to keep it at seven minutes but this episode these episodes get me caught up i get my personal aspect in so then i start going for longer so now let's incorporate some more To conclude, I'm going to incorporate the best strands for PCOS. I'm going to give you five strands that are recommended, and then I'm going to give you some honorable mentions. All right, so let's start. The first strand I want to suggest is ACDC, which is a hybrid higher in CBD, very low THC, which may be better, but we'll see because THC has higher endocannabinoids, so that may cause you to overgo your extent of endocannabinoids. Second is Pennywise. It's an indica with a balance of CBD and THC. Then we have, for number three, Pineapple Express, one that I'm sure you guys have all heard of. It's a sativa with a higher THC, which is helpful with stress. Um, Then we have, next... Uh, Number four is Blueberry Kush. It is an indica, which is good for sleep. And so is number five, which um, I've had as well, is Chocolope, which is a sativa, also good for sleep. Maybe more of a a nap type sleep, because I know sativas can kind of get your mind going. Finally, I want to give an honorable mention to the strands of Mr. Nice, Remedy, Granddaddy Perp, Johnny's Tonic, and Death Star. The honorable mentions come from MarijuanaBreak.com. I haven't heard of or tried, used any of these strands except for Granddaddy Perp. So again, you might want to do some more research into the strands to make sure, but this is just the information I got off the website. Um, So thank you very much for joining me again today on another episode of Ganja Around the World in 420 with Token Traveler. 
Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Token Traveler, and that's spelled T-O-K-I-N-G underscore T-R-A-V-E-L-E-R underscore. Join my Facebook group, Token Tribes, and become a Patreon with the link below. All right, I'll see you next time.